Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Don't forget to go to your app store and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app. Also, go ahead and go to the link that's in the description below and buy some cool Colorado merch from 1876 Apparel. We're joined forces, so if you buy something from the DeHuff's Picks, a little chunk of that change goes into my pocket, which basically just goes into the DeHuff Uncensored podcast pocket, and it'll go towards upgrading the podcast, upgrading some merch and stuff like that. But but you go check out the 1876 apparel. There's a lot of cool stuff, but definitely buy something from the DeHuff's Picks because that's all that matters to me, to me, to you. I mean, they have a lot of great stuff that's not just under the DeHuff's picks. I'm really doing myself a disservice by saying that, but there's a lot of cool stuff there, so you got to check them out. Uh, a lot of headlines to get to today. Can't wait to jump into them, but I I put this out on Twitter because I didn't know if I did the right thing or if I did something that is just frowned upon in society. I went to a restaurant the other day with my family and I, I ordered a like a double cheeseburger. And this is this is a sit-down restaurant. So the style of burgers are a little bit different, a little bit more upscale than the the quick serve or whatever it's called now. So I get the burger. I'm almost done with it. And it was just a really good fucking burger. And all of a sudden, as I take a bite, I feel this like like a string. It was a hair. I I ate a hair, but here's the thing. Well, I think I ate the hair. I pulled the hair out of my mouth, and it was still attached to the burger. I mean, it's like in the burger, and it's a long black hair. And no, it wasn't curly. Oh, Danny boy who asked, what kind of hair? Details matter. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't It wasn't a pubic hair, okay? Did you just cut right to it? It wasn't. It was obviously from somebody's head. But that being said, I'm sitting there going, I'm still hungry. And the burger's fucking delicious. So I pulled the hair out, put it on the plate, and finished my burger. Is that wrong? Was it wrong to do that? So then I tweeted out the situation. I said, is it is it okay? It, you know, this is this is exactly what I wrote. If you eat a burger and find a hair in it with one or two bites left, is it fine to finish the burger? Now, this is what you guys said. Tex Prinster wrote, you bet it is. I mean, by that time, you've already ingested the rest of the eyelid, right? <laughs> Could you imagine if you had like a fake eyelash that was in your burger or food, whatever? That would be disgusting. Like you're you're having a, a nice romantic evening, eating some pasta or maybe a burger or whatever, and then they start giggling at you and you're like, what? What are you laughing at? You're like, oh, you got an eyelid on your mouth. <laughs> Every time you talk or chew, it's like you're blinking. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Gross. Thanks for the visual text. Jeez. Jim Jim wrote in, no one has ever died from eating a hair that we know of, Jim, that we know of. I'm sure 
There's people that have those weird addictions where they just eat hair. That's disgusting. But I, I see what you're saying, Jim. Most likely there's not enough bacteria or anything on there, viruses or anything, that's, that's going to cause you to get horribly sick. Unless it's dipped in feces, then, I mean, if it's a butt hair, let's be gross for a second, that's the only way that this is going to be a problem. Then that person needs to go to jail. If somehow, some way, I ingested one of those type of hairs, that's a problem. That person needs to be behind bars. Ramon wrote, it depends. If you're at the spot, you got it. Take it back and get free food. If you're at home, just pretend you didn't see it and finish your meal. Yeah, that's the thing, Ramon. I I was hungry and it was one of, I didn't, I don't know. Like I said, it was like one or two bites left. I was hungry still. And I'm like, ah, and the restaurant was busy. I didn't want to be a dick. I didn't, I didn't bring it up. I, I know I could have got a meal, and it was like a $12 burger or whatever it was. And, you know, that would have been nice to go back in my pocket. But I'm like, nah, I didn't. I should have, but I didn't. I, I kind of regret not saying something because if a hair gets in there, are they not following procedures? I know that that stuff can happen. I know it can. But... Sometimes it's just an isolated incident, so I didn't say anything. Tony wrote, yep, might as well. Exactly. Tony's my guy. Tony knows what I'm talking about. It's just like, eh, you know what? Fuck it. You're committed to now. To You're committed to eating this burger. <laughs> it would be shameful and disrespectful to the cow. Let's be honest here. Let's put that on the table. Right? The cow died. Okay? And I'm going to be a pussy about eating somebody's hair. No, thank you. I will I will respect the cow and eat it. Jay wrote in, duh, especially if it's embedded. It's been cooked. No big deal. In a salad, though, that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would probably freak out and have more of an issue if it was in, like, a salad, something that wasn't cooked. That would just be a little much. I think in pasta or burgers or stuff like that, I guess it's fine in a sense, in a weird way. I guess it depends also, do I feel that I have the time to do it? If I notice it at the beginning, I'm probably going to say something. Here's the thing. I'll still go back to the restaurant. It, it was still good. If it was a fingernail, fuck that. I'm taking it back. In fact, I'm going back to the kitchen myself. Like, whose fucking fingernail is this? Because let's be let's be truthful real quick. I have a, while I think they're sexy, ladies, if you have fingernails that are long, super butt-ass long, I find them attractive, yes. But then I quickly go to, how the fuck do you wipe your back end? Because that just is gross to me. I I don't get it. If you had to take special measures to wipe your butt because your fingernails are so long, I'm guessing what happens is you got dirty nails. Ah, it's just gross. There was a guy I used to work with, and, and he was telling me that, that he dated a girl that had those super-ass long nails, and he said when they got intimate, he said you could tell that she had issues trying to wipe her own butt. Just putting that out there. Ladies, if there's a special technique, 
a special tool that you have to buy? Let me know. And is it worth it? Is it worth the pain? Because I don't know about you guys. I just, I, it, that's the first thing that pops in my head. Maybe it's because of my buddy that, that told me that. Like, I guess I never thought of it that way. It's gross. Ewie. So if you have long nails and you meet me, don't be offended if I look at you in judgment. Ew, gross. Ugh. Ugh. Those are a bit long. Makes certain things kind of difficult. I see some of you ladies and you're you're just trying to do simple tasks like eating food or sign for a credit card, whatever. And you're just like, oh, it's like very like focused on like, I really can't fuck this up. It's like, holy shit, man, <laughs> the hell? It's not worth it, ladies. Let's see, ladies, let's be honest, guys. We, we don't really care if you have long fingernails or not. You could have short fingernails like I do, where there's like it's difficult sometimes to open up a beer can or something like that because I don't got any nails. That's still hot. We don't give a shit what's on the end of your fingernails for the most part, unless you're touching us and then you're like, oh, <laughs> but then after that, it's just like, eh. And, and let's let's be honest, that moment, if you subtract the nails, we're still going to be going, ah, ah, yeah, ah. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> You're overthinking it. You're overthinking it. You know, speaking of overthinking, let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> Uh-oh. Fears of roller coasters are going to jump up a notch for you. Well, at least for me, because I'm a pussy. Also, I get really sick on roller coasters. I I don't look forward to going to Elages with the family or they got Lakeside. But I got a fear of, of roller coasters. And eh, eh, I don't know. Maybe I should go to Elages. I'll just watch. I like to watch. <laughs> I'll be in the corner. Anyway. Going back to the story, my fear of roller coasters and maybe yours are going to go up a little bit. Why? The big one at the Blackpool's Pleasure Beach, Pleasure Beach, so stupid, uh, over in the UK has a more than a mile long track that this roller coaster goes on. Obviously, it twists and turns and it reaches speeds of right around 85 miles an hour. So it's a, it's a pretty good-sized roller coaster. Well, the other day, all of a sudden, due to bad weather conditions, it just had to suddenly stop. But here's what I don't get, is apparently it seized up. It, it, nowhere in articles does it say it seized up or if they just stopped it. I'm guessing it seized up due to cold weather, rain, and wind. So it stops. And the roller coaster is 180 feet high. And they have a staircase. Thankfully, they have a staircase alongside of it. And so stranded passengers had to be rescued and go down this 180-foot staircase while the wind is blowing. It's raining. 
and it's freezing cold out. <laughs> Come on down to the, what was it, the Pleasure Beach? Blackpool's Pleasure Beach, where you could get stranded and possibly die. I'd be the guy, because it's like a steep staircase, too. So it's not like a normal incline. It's like a steep, you only use these for emergency, and you hope to God people that are going down them are sure-footed. Because I got to be honest, guys, I was noticing this with my son. My son's kind of like me, where he's just, it's like you. sometimes you wonder, it's like, how do you function? Like I, Like, I finally just, told my doctor that I may have a broken toe and he's just like his first response because you can send him a message he's all there's not much you can do for a broken toe which I knew I knew and that's why I haven't said anything or gone anywhere for it and then he's all but you could come in and get some x-rays and we could definitely find out and he's all what were you doing wrestling with your kids again because <laughs> like I always get hurt trying to keep up with my kids but I've noticed as of late, my son is just kind of, what is that? He's just, he he doesn't function very, very well. I can't think of it. He's clumsy. Jesus Christ, my brain is clumsy. So he's clumsy. I am I tend to be clumsy as well. And I look back, be like, I always remember myself as like a fairly good athlete. Was I not? And I just, I'm blocking out all my clumsiness. Anyway, connecting that to the story is, I'm clumsy. My son is clumsy. I could see him or I tripping as we go down the staircase. Everybody else makes it fine. But me, nah. Him, maybe nah. I almost fell down the Sydney Opera House steps. My wife went up and I visited there, like I want to say like 11 or 12 years ago, and we're up on the Sydney Opera House outside where you can take pictures and stuff like that. And I'm in flip-flops, and I don't function well in flip-flops. I'm better now, but back then especially, I was horrible in flip-flops. And I'm up there, and I just tripped on my flip-flops. And thank God there was a rail, because I literally fell like two steps and grabbed onto it and kind of like slid down and, and held onto the railing. Otherwise, I would have tumbled like 30 feet. <laughs> And they'd be like, fucking Americans, man. They can't even walk on steps. He's probably high on drugs. <laughs> fucking Americans. I was like, shit, how embarrassing. My wife's like, you are you are a problem. You are a problem. D is today your first day walking? No. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not a roller coaster guy. I get sick so easy on roller coasters. Uh, Kip Wilson of Stoned Appetite wants to go... So, like I said, the lakeside, and he wants to do some footage at at that place of us riding rides. I'm like, I can't do rides. I will puke. While that would be funny to get on video, I just don't want to throw up. And it's not that you just throw up like I'd have a headache all day. I'm a, I am not fun to be around, okay? In general, <laughs> the throw-in roller coasters? Fuck that. Fuck that. My wife loves roller coasters. I don't know about you. Maybe you're just like her or maybe you're like me. But this does not help my, my hatred towards roller coasters. In fact, it just en enhances it. I don't want to deal with that shit. Oh, my God. Especially because it's windy and cold. And 
Why would you be there anyway if it's, it's going to be windy, cold, and raining? Sounds fucking miserable, UK. The hell's wrong with you people? <laughs> this would be somewhat of a vacation for me. I got to be honest. Maybe for you t- too. Beatrice Flamini, a 50-year-old Spanish athlete, went underground in a cave, and she did this because she, uh, that she was helping out scientists to study her in order to learn more about cardiac rhythms and human brain, stuff like stuff like that. Just a bunch of nerd stuff, okay? They just wanted to see how she could do. How long was she down there? 500 days. 500 days down a 230-foot deep cave outside of Granada. Now, she was closely monitored by psychologist, psychologist, <laughs> I'm Scott. I'm not very smart. Hey, I can write my name. Anyway, psychologists, personal trainers, cave specialists, and other experts. No one was permitted to make contact with her, though. She celebrated two birthdays down there, which I got to be honest. I'm not a huge fan of birthdays, although that's kind of changing since I have kids and they love birthdays and it just makes them feel so special. So I get it. They, they love it. But me personally, I'd just be like, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Nobody bugging me. Whee. Also, then I'd use it as an excuse to throw back at people later. You weren't even there for my last two birthdays. Hey, dickhead, nobody was. Okay? Anyway, she had no clue about the death of Queen Elizabeth. She had no idea about the war in Ukraine or that the U.S. military was using uh, weather balloons as target practice. She had no idea. Completely clueless. Now, she had spent her time reading, painting, doing exercises, knitting hats, and trying to maintain her coherence. So, you know, if you're friends or you're part of her family, what you're getting for Christmas. You're getting a fucking knitted hat, whether you like it or not. She's like, I made this in a fucking cave. Nobody talked to me for 500 days. I knitted this for you. Fucking take it. (laughs) You're like, thanks. Thanks. Fucking bitch. Jesus. Anyway, imagine you go into that cave for 500 days. This is this is like what popped in my head. I, it, it's one thing to imagine going in there and being isolated. I think it would be a good thing for a lot of people to experience. I know Aaron Rodgers did that where he did that isolation thing for several days. Then he came out and it's supposed to really clear your mind. Now, imagine that on... 500 days. I don't know if I could handle it really for 500 days, but it would be interesting. And I could see that there be being a lot of benefits. One mainly being the, the subtraction of technology. I bet that that would be very beneficial for your mind. But anyway, imagine this is what popped in my head. Imagine going into the cave. Then 500 days later, you exit And your psycho ex-girlfriend's right there. She's like, oh, I love you. Oh, I missed you so much. Then you realize you technically didn't break up with her. You just left to go grab some Taco Bell and never came back. (laughs) You think she'd take a hint. You really think she would. You know, somebody would do that. Be like, hey, we're we're signing up for people to do all this, you know, different experiments. You know, maybe 300 days in there. You just don't tell anybody and you just go. (laughs) 
I'll be like, God, fuck, man, I need a break. Hey, how about 500 days in a cave? That'd be great. Come back. That would be that would be great. So they the. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I'm thinking about that. That would be kind of nice in a weird way. It would be great to. I mean, I I kind of have to live in that world, like with social media. But it would be nice to have a complete severance of of technology and social media especially because social media can be so negative for the most part the people i interact with on social media you guys are great and every now and then some asshole will jump up and be like you fucking suck at life (laughs) like what you should never have left the fan there's like one guy that i think his name is tim on facebook and he's just like out of the blue all of a sudden he'll just respond or reply who pooped in your Cheerios? Jesus Christ. Man, some people are just angry. But everybody else, literally, it's like 99.9% of you are amazing people. And I love interacting with you. It's just that that 0.1% is just like, shit, God, man, what is wrong with you? Did you poop your pants? Is that why you're angry? It's okay. You can whisper it in my ear. Did you poop your pants? Because I don't understand why you're so angry. God, but that would be a great benefit to isolation. It's not necessarily just the social media. It's just negativity in general. You know, there's those people in your life that are just all they can do is spout negativity or focus on negativity. Hey, we got a lot more coming your way. But first, baseball's back. The Rockies suck. But hey, guess what? The push for the postseason. Well, it's 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 over. It's playoff time in hockey and hoops. Let's make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports Colorado is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call. 1-800-522-4700. Wow, this is, I wish I would have known this sooner. I would have uh, jumped on this because if you like wieners, listen up. (laughs) I'm surprised the amount of times that I've had to talk about Oscar Mayer wiener. They've been in the news more often than than I thought they they were in years past. Maybe I'm just more honed in on wieners. That's what it is. Anyway, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was in Las Vegas over the weekend, and you could have gotten married in front of it. Listen, let's just toss out the truth bomb, put it on the table, okay? Nothing says we're going to get a divorce in the next 60 days, quite like getting eloped in front of a giant wiener. Come on, people. (laughs) You wonder why there's shows like Love is Blind and Married at First Sight, because people don't respect marriage anymore. It's kind of a joke. It's a gimmick, right? Don't get married in front of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile unless you're really obsessed with wieners. Okay. Then could you imagine if like you do this, they'll do it again. I'm sure. Could you imagine if they changed up the vows? Like, do you take this wiener to have and to hold Slather it with mustard, ketchup, and maybe some mayo and onions. You know the works. 
then hammer it down like a champion as long as you both shall live. I do. Yeah. Man, I love this woman. And I love that she loves wainers. <laughs> now, I do pronounce you man and wife. You may exchange the wieners. It's just weird. Am I being a curmudgeon on that one? Because I, I would like to be wrong on that. I would like to be wrong on that. But I'm not giving you much of a chance in marriage longevity if you get married in front of a, a, a giant hot dog. Just putting it out there. Unless you both work for Oscar Mayer Wiener or you, that's how you guys met or some crazy fucking thing like that. Like you were a driver and you met your significant other while you're on the road. It's been a long <laughs> days on the road. You're driving a wiener across the country. Next thing you know, you see that special someone on the on the side of the road. You decide to pick him up. You're like, why not? Gave him a ride in the old wienermobile. And then later that evening, you gave a little ride on the wienermobile. You know what I'm saying? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, buddy. I just don't see how this is going to last. But I hope to be wrong. If you got married in front of the Wienermobile or something similar to that, and you're still going strong, let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. I would love to be proven wrong on that. But I just can't imagine it's going to last. That's a negative fucking thing. I'm just talking about negative people like five minutes ago. Here I am be spewing complete nonsensical hate. <laughs> I am a dick. Their marriage ain't going to last because they got married in front of a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> She loves her wainers, though. So do I. Son of a bitch, man. Son of a bitch. Was Connery Duff the minister? That's right. Do you take his wiener? Yes. Do you take her wiener? Hey. <laughs> All right. Now it's a party. Uh, that's just bizarre. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about that one. No way this is true. Now I'm going to read you a bunch of stats. Then the last one's going to blow your mind. Okay? I did tweet this out, but according to Water Filter Guru, they surveyed over a thousand people and they wanted to know their hygiene habits. And here's some of the things that they found out. Nearly a quarter of people wash their genitals in the sink. I imagine that's more of a guy thing, don't you think? But ladies, have you ever washed your bits and pieces in the sink? I mean, I feel like you'd, well, I guess you could cup the water. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, as I'm talking about this, I'm, I'm trying to do the motions, trying to figure out, be like, yeah, I guess you could do that. <laughs> and ladies, you're thinking about it. Be like, hmm, could I? You know what, Duff? I'm going to hit pause. I'll be right back. I'll, I'll let you know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Hit me up. Do you wash your genitals in the sink? I got to be honest. I've done it before. It's not something like I practice, especially now that I have children. Don't I don't need to damage my kids. I also don't want them to start doing it. Be like, dad washes his hands and his penis in the sink. 
Let me a horrible phone call from the school. Let's just say that one. Three in 10 people pee in the shower. I feel like that's low. But then every I, I've seen on like social media, people talking about how whenever peeing in the shower gets brought up, a lot of people are really anti-peeing in the shower. I don't see what the big deal is. Just pee in the shower. Just save some water instead of using the, the toilet. I don't see what the big deal is on that one. Women are more likely to brush their teeth or pee in the shower than men. Ladies, do you brush your teeth in a shower? I've done a couple times. I don't feel like it saves any time, though. If anything, I feel like you're just wasting water. 37% of men confess to video chatting while having a shower. <laughs> Who does that? Like, yeah, uh, uh, sir, I'll have those reports to you by the end of the day. Hold on one second. I got to set the phone down. <laughs> That's disgusting. Why would you do that, guys? Have you done that? Do you know somebody that's done that? That's awful. That is an awful thing to do. The average American showers six times a week for about 15 minutes each time and amasses over 4,600 minutes and nearly 10,000 gallons of water a year per person. That's a lot of water. Cut that, cut that down to about seven minutes and we, we'd be better off. Gen Zers showered less just five times per week. Pfft, fucking dirty bastards. They're more conscious about the environment. That's why they do it less. They also smell more. This is the one that just freaks me out, and, and I, don't, I don't understand it. 12% admit to pooping in the shower. Now, uh, I think it's one of her said, I don't know how to pronounce that name. If that's the case, he wrote on Twitter, I'm going to start making garbage disposals for showers. That has to be a bullshit answer. Somebody had to have fucked with this survey and be like, let's just say we poop in the shower. Who would do that? And Ramon asks, is it one in 10 routinely let the brown out in the shower or one in 10 have at one point done it? I think that's a distinction that needs to be clarified. And while this is a funny topic, you're exactly right, Ramon. If this is an everyday occurrence or a frequent occurrence, that's a problem. That's disgusting. If you're sick or, you know, you're hammered or something, I don't know. I get I get it. That's that's acceptable. But that can't be a thing like, oh, man, I really need to go to the bathroom. I'm just going to drop one out in the shower that makes no fucking sense and that's where i call bullshit on this survey because that can't be true that can't be true if you guys know somebody that does that let me know to huff at gmail.com because that's just bizarre to me that can't be right if it's correct what the fuck is going on with this world i thought things were fucked up before this just puts it to another level. Who poops in the shower? Uh, let's cleanse with some mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> All right, this comes in from Matt. He says, Howdy, Scott. I done did mushrooms last night with a coworker after we got off. We went to see some music. It was really fun at first. I'm not really a social person and quickly realized 
I had to get home because I was tripping face. It wasn't a whole weekend retreat like Aaron uh, Dodgers, but I got home and spent a good while in a dark in dark silence. For for real, it's good. If you don't know yourself, then how can you know anybody? Anyway, I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> Long story short, I decided to play for the Jets. Regards, you cunt, Matt. <laughs> I've never done it, and I, I replied to Matt, like, that stuff scares the shit out of me. The the really mind-altering drugs like that. And, and I don't know if I could ever do it. But there is a part of me that wants to just to experience it. But then I'm, but uh, then I, especially as a father, I just don't, I don't want to fuck with that. I just don't. But then I'm still curious about it, especially like when you talk about like there's people that swear by it and like maybe it opens up a channel in your mind to some clarity and helps you fix your problems. I don't know. I hear a lot of people do the micro dosing. I, I, that still scares me. But there's there's medical doctors trying to introduce microdosing, and and I think that's interesting. Still scares the shit out of me. Still scares the shit out of me. I don't know. But then when you think about it, you take these like pain meds and and whatnot, and I feel like shit whenever I take like pain meds. I don't like taking like if I ever get a, a surgery, I hate taking pain medicine because it just makes me feel gross, and my skin just feels like it's just. It feels dirty, and I don't like that. So maybe this would be a better alternative. That being said, don't plan on doing it anytime soon. Don't plan on it. But good for you, Matt. Hopefully you you really did have a, a, a good time, and hopefully it just brightened your day and your week, and yeah, good for you, I guess. And I like how Matt always sends me an email at dehuffuncensored at gmail, and he always calls me a cunt. <laughs> or... He calls himself a cunt. Either way, it's funny. But then Matt followed up with another email because he was he must have been listening to a bunch of episodes in a row. And he said, hey, you and I went to the same elementary school, which is pretty bizarre because the other day I brought up that I went to Cole Elementary. He said, yes. And you were talking about presidential fitness. I'm a few years younger than you, but that is such a huge memory of my childhood. I was there too. That's really cool. Small world, totally. But it was funny that he says that. And then I started thinking, I'm, I'm making eggs this morning and I read that email and I, I just start having this like random train of thoughts going through. And uh, next thing you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the old elementary school, coal school. Then I said, what if I joked about having a statue there? Because blah, blah, blah. I have my own podcast. Why wouldn't I? And then, then my brain jumped jumps over to what would my statue look like if I did have a statue anywhere? Like what pose would I be doing? And I couldn't even think about it. Like other than like me having a, like a dumb look on my face. If I had a statue erected of me, it would just me like with my head cocked to the one direction with a big old dumbass grin on my face, holding a microphone going, uh, hi, I'm Scott. I talk on a podcast. Then I jumped on to, I probably wouldn't get a statue for multiple reasons. Maybe a mural of me like on a horse and like I'm like riding and like I have long hair, even though I don't have any hair, but it would just be great. And then I was like, you know what? Now nah, I probably wouldn't get a mural, probably a plaque somewhere. 
And then it reminded me of that uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like Ryan Reynolds gave Rob McElhenney his like birthday last year. He dedicated and put a plaque over a urinal <laughs> dedicated to him. And I was like, that I could see me getting a plaque by a urinal. Then I started going, wow, remember that video you watched, Scott? And I'm like, yeah, I do remember that video, Scott, of Brad Williams, the comedian. He's a little person. And he was talking about when he, I believe he was at an, at an airport and he really had to pee. So he runs over to the bathroom and he gets in there and there's like, what is there, like 10 urinals? And there's always the like one urinal that's really low. And he said nine of the urinals were wide open. Nobody was in them. And then this guy who was like six foot tall is using the little tiny urinal that's designated for little people and children. And he's like, oh, my God, I got to pee. I got to pee. got to pee. got to pee. All the stalls were full. And he's like sitting there kind of dancing around behind the guy trying you know, not to pee himself. And then all of a sudden the, the, the guy turns around and he's like, what in the fuck? <laughs> Cause he looks at the dude. And he's all get away from my urinal. Anyway. So that's how my train of thought went. <laughs> Doesn't that make you kind of think about that uh, in a different light guys, when it comes to urinals, we always see the small ones. There's always a small one. I believe I've used one as a joke before. I may have been in a special state of mind when I did it. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like a giant. I do. But I've used one, but I never thought about that. Could you imagine if you're not tall enough to use the regular, the quote unquote regular sized urinals. And then somebody's trying to be funny and they're using the urinal that's designated for you. And you're sitting there trying to avoid pissing your pants. That'd be awful. Awful. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Now, I, I, After watching that with Brad Williams, I will never use those uh, shorter urinals. And if I see somebody using one, I'll fucking kick him right in the dick. Okay? I will. That is not for you. That is not for a grown man. That is for, well, it's for a grown man, but not a, you do. You, uh, <laughs> sorry. Hey, real quick. I saw this. I had to bring it up because you're going to use this today. At some point, you are going to use this line. And I've never heard about it till I was on that at facts of world, world with a zero on Twitter. You're going to use this today, and you're welcome in advance. In the 17th century, the equivalent for go to hell was turd in your teeth. That's fucking awesome. Turd in your teeth. Now, I don't really understand how that's kind of, like go to hell. It's like go to hell. I hope you burn in hell. Like, you know, you, you deal with a, a large amount of suffering right? Because you're a horrible person. You deserve it. Then turd in your teeth. Turd in your teeth would be a horrible thing in general, I guess. 
you would you would deal with suffering uh, socially because people would be like, oh my God, he has a turd in his teeth. Look at that son of a bitch. That's disgusting. Did he eat shit? Is that what's going on? He's got shit in his teeth. Next thing you know, everybody's talking about you and your shitty teeth. So I guess in a sense, it's it, it, it's on the same wavelength. So yeah, turd in your teeth. If you can use that today, let me know. DeHuffUncensored.gmail.com or hit me up on my socials or just start using that on social media. When somebody says something and you're not really sure what to say because they're being a dick, you know, they're judging you, saying that if you get married in front of a, a giant wiener that you're going to get divorced, just respond back with turd in your teeth. <laughs> That'd be great because it's going to make people go, what? Huh? And you can't help but laugh. So you're you're putting them in their place and you're and you're forcing them to smile. You've done your work today. Good job. You're welcome. Let me know how it goes to HuffUncensored at gmail.com. Oh, good times. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. I had a horrible headache before this because my my wife woke me up at 11 o'clock last night, and she's just like, you are snoring horribly. I was like, fine, I'll go downstairs and sleep on the couch. So I go to sleep on the couch downstairs, and my dog must have saw like an animal outside because he's growling. I didn't see anything on our security cameras, but he must have saw like some, we'll assume it was a mountain lion or I don't know. <laughs> like a, it was a, it was a saber toothed tiger. That's what it was strolling the neighborhood and it was freaking him out. And he was all scattered the rest of the day. And I'm trying to sleep on the couch and he's just constantly up and acting like a turd. Long and short of it, I got hardly any sleep. I know, poor me, poor me. Uh, anyway, so I woke up. I'm tired. I have a headache, real bitchy. Then I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. I can't do an episode under these conditions. This is horse shit. I got hardly any sleep. I got bags under my eyes. I need some coffee. Coffee. Coffee talk. Can we talk? Anyway, <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> Yay, me. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hopefully you laughed in this episode. Really, that's the end. at the end of the day, that's what we're here for, right, guys? Trying to smile and making fun of others, casting judgment on those who get married in front of a wiener. I still think that's a bad idea. Again, if you've gotten married in a weird kind of gimmicky way and your, your marriage is still going strong, let me know. Or maybe you know somebody that that has. They got married in front of a giant Oreo cookie like 20 years ago. Let me know. That'd be great. I'd like to find out. If they're a year into the marriage, let me know still. I'll cast judgment, tell you when they're going to get divorced. <laughs> I'm a dick. I'm a dick. You're welcome. Anyway, thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Go ahead and go to your app store and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now. Also, special thanks to 1876 Apparel. It's a Colorado company, and what better way to support a Colorado company than buying some of their merch? Click on the link down below in the description. You're going to see DeHuff's Picks. If you buy something from the DeHuff's Picks, part of that goes to me and helps benefit the podcast. 
and helps uh, build this this sucker up and helps support it, keep it afloat. Anyway, um, and also 1876 has amazing apparel. They got hats, shirts, super soft shirts. I'm a super nerd when it comes to shirts. Also some cool hoodies, uh, hats, bumper stickers. They have whiskey glasses that are really neat that I that I have, and it looks like you're drinking from a mountain. It's real. It's really cool design. I, I love it. But anyway, go check it out in the link below. Buy something from the DeHuff's Picks. And like I said, you're going to help two Colorado companies. One, 1876 Apparel, and two, me, the DeHuff Uncensored. So thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Again, hopefully you smiled today. Hopefully I wasn't too scatterbrains and, uh, you know, too much of a pinball during this episode. But anyway, have an amazing day. Don't forget to use the phrase Turn in your teeth and let me know how that goes. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.